0: This is a safe and neutral space here, the more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. So it's good? Okay, here we go. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Verity Craft. How are you doing, Verity, and where are you hanging out right now?
1: I'm excellent, and I am in Auckland, New Zealand, so opposite side of the world to you, I believe.
0: Total opposite side, yes, <laughs> you got that right. It's a pleasure having you in the show. Thanks so much for inviting me. My pleasure. Verity is a speaker and coach who works with purpose-driven experts to maximize their impact as thought leaders and authors. And I think your mission to transform ideas into thought leadership is just remarkable. Again, I'm very thankful I can talk to you today, Verity.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's something that we're um we're incredibly passionate about. Um I describe myself as a thought leadership nerd. So it's it's cool <laughs> to get to talk to other people about it too.
0: Yeah, confessing nerd, but in other in other fields, but <laughs> <It's okay>. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. So let's dive right in. So um who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face?
1: Yeah, so we describe our ideal client as purpose-driven experts. So these are people who want to have a big impact on the world, um, but they struggle to do that in a way that is also sustainable for them and their businesses. So they've maybe been experimenting with sharing their ideas with thought leadership, um, because that's essentially what thought leadership is. It's coming up with great ideas and then sharing them so they can help other people. Um, But the big challenge for them that they find is, that they struggle to focus their efforts. So they know that they want to have a bigger impact. They know that they want to build their reputation, but they don't know where to focus their efforts so that they can actually have that impact without burning themselves out. And they don't know what to do that's going to actually get them results instead of just feel as though they're shouting into nobody.
0: Hmm. Can you give an example, a brief one, so that we uh, we can picture this a little bit better. So what, what typical situation uh, occurs?
1: Yeah. So, for example, um, talking to someone actually earlier today that um, I was talking to, and she is an absolute expert in her field. Spent years in the corporate space, and then now has gone out on her own as a consultant, um, and is looking to potentially put together programs as well um, mm-hmm. around her topic. But what she's finding is that although she's, you know, she's got she's getting some work because she's got networks and and people that she knows, she's finding that she's not kind of getting the cut through that she wants. And mm. she really wants to change the conversation in her industry. She wants to change the way that people see what mm. she does. And although she's been using LinkedIn and has had, you know, a little bit of, of engagement with that, she hasn't particularly known where else to focus her efforts. And, you know, when you are, starting out, although not all of our clients are starting out, some of them have been in business for years. But for her, when she's starting out, you know, she's got to be really cognizant Mm. of where her budget goes and where her time Mm. goes and where her resources go. And so although she knows that she wants to get her ideas out there, both so that they can change that conversation, but also bring her in business, she she just doesn't know where to turn. And so it sort of has Mm -hmm. left her doing nothing. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what we find is that people go, oh, it's it's too hard. I'm just going to put it in the too hard basket. And it means mm-hmm. that they then realize, oh, well, I'm never getting to that point that I actually want to get to where I'm seen as an authority and I'm having the impact that I want.
0: Mm. Uh, well, we're, we're all humans and we all have higher ambitions. So um, what are common mistakes your clients typically make when trying to solve these challenges?
1: I think the big thing is that they focus on one side or the other. So most people tend to fall into either what's going to grow the business, um which is fantastic. And obviously that's really important.'m I'm a big believer in marketing, I'm a big believer in all of that. But I think long term, if you want to have the impact, you've also got to think about, well, what are the ideas that I'm putting forward and how am I? you know, getting those out on a wider basis that maybe won't come back to me as business tomorrow, but it probably will in two years. Um, or I find people are so focused on helping people and wanting to share things really generously that they forget to actually think about how to leverage that in order to grow their business. So Mm. they find that they get kind of stuck in this space where they're sharing lots of ideas, sharing lots of content, sharing lots and being really generous, but they haven't put some steps or systems in place to actually get the benefit of that.
0: Well, I'm an admirer of systems, so that's my nerd. So that's me nerding out. Of course. Yeah. (laughs) Excellent. So, before I ask uh, Verity, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. If you are enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So, Verity, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with these kinds of issues?
1: I think the most valuable thing they can do, and it is totally free, although sometimes it helps to have somebody else asking questions, Mm -hmm. but it's to get real clarity over what they want the future to look like. Mm -hmm. So how do they actually want to help people? Like, What is the impact that they want to have? But also where do they want to be personally and with their business? So what does it look like in three to five years if they've shared their ideas and how will they actually judge whether they've, they've been successful at both building the reputation and having a bigger impact. Um, and the reason I think it's so valuable to do that is because that then acts as sort of your north star, your kind of guiding compass to actually make decisions about where to focus your efforts and what what to do and what not to do. Because if you're not clear on that vision, it's like everything in business, right? If you're not clear on where you're going and, and what you're trying to achieve, then it's really hard to decide where to put your efforts and you often end up trying lots of things just because someone told you that that would be quite cool to do and so you end up doing that so I think that taking the time and giving yourself space which is a really big part of doing thought leadership well is giving yourself space to think is that clarity piece and really sitting down and thinking about what do I actually want and what does that really look like in practice
0: no, a wonderful answer. Thank you for the clarity. Uh, it's uh, you know, you just helped me kind of like you know follow you along as you were describing it, like so. Yes, yes, that's my path. Yes, that's clarity. So is it clear? <laughs> and to check it. So and I I I absolutely believe that our audience will do the same. So thank you for, for that valuable insight so here. Wonderful Verity. So um, I want to uh, give you also the opportunity to and the platform to share where people can find you, but also what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that might help with that, but also in a broader sense.
1: Yeah. Um. So we've got what we call a thought leadership audit. Um. That might be really helpful because it will help them judge how well they're already doing at kind of creating that balance, and it helps them look at what are all of the areas that I might need to consider when I'm getting that clarity, um, and really consider how do I both have that impact, but also gain commercial success through a number of lenses. Um, Mm -hmm. And I find it really helps people to see where they actually need to focus their efforts, because sometimes they're doing some things really well just by default, because that's what they're good at. Um, So yeah, really happy to share that link with anyone who's interested, because I think it's a really cool tool and hopefully really useful.
0: But who doesn't like assessments and quiz, so just find just trying to deliver yeah. more about yourself. <laughs> exactly. Excellent. So thank you for, for that. And uh, of course, we put everything in the show notes so folks can check it out. So Verity, what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience?
1: I love this question. It's, a, <laughs> it's such a good one. Um, I think it would be, why build thought leadership in the first place? And why share yeah. your ideas? Um, And the reason that I think that's so valuable is because it's really easy to get caught up in our day-to-day, to to focus on what's happening right now. Um, And I say that as someone who is absolutely caught up in her day-to-day half the time. (laughs) Um, But often what that means is that we keep all of our best ideas locked away in our brains and in our businesses or our organizations. And ideas stuck in your head have limited value to either you or to the people that they can help so if you really want to contribute then you need to make your ideas accessible and available and I think thought leadership is a really brilliant way to do that because it's a way that creates win-wins for everyone so if you can Mm. really think about well why am I building thought leadership why should I share my ideas it will help you understand I think why it's so important to do that and drive that
0: motivation to actually stick in it for the long haul absolutely i i, I cannot agree more as well and i also f- I believe that you know as, at the end of the day uh, uh your motivation is your biggest driver to uh and you know helps you to align and uh, creates the authenticity of your thought leadership in that regard mm. you yeah, you 100%. Think? yeah 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 all right, so we agree on that. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> so this brings me to my final question. It's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why?
1: Another awesome question. Um, <laughs> I feel like I experience goosebumps all the time. I've got a toddler, so she is constantly <laughs> learning things. Um, and she's The other day, she finally started walking by herself. Um, So she'd been, you know, walking with holding our hands and things, but just refusing to do it by herself. And the, the moment that absolutely just like lit me up and gave me goosebumps was we were round at my parents' house with nearly my whole immediate family there. And she just started walking from one person to the other with her face all lit up while everyone cheered. And it made me just really full of like it just filled me with gratitude to know that that love and support that I've always gotten from my family just continues to be passed down through the generations and it was just such a a joyful moment um even even if let's be honest she mostly just wanted to walk between dad and nana and didn't seem to want to come to come to me um but that's okay it was still lovely anyway <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, what a wonderful goosebumps moment and uh, mission accomplished, having the shivers and uh, our audience as well. So it is a great example and a reminder how wonderful and important are these goosebumps uh, to experience with our loved ones because they create the memories that last forever. So thank you, Verity, for sharing this beautiful goosebumps moment. Also, thank you for our conversation. Uh, it was a pleasure talking to you and appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today.
1: Well, thank you
0: so much for having me. It was a pleasure. It was my pleasure too. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your loved Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.